Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Mega Cast. I don't know why. I forget every time how aggressive it is. I know. And every time I do the same thing. Ted, Ted, Ted. Ted, Ted. Dude, you're going to be up here this weekend, right? For uh, Defy? Oh, man, I'm here. It's a wrestling weekend, D. Ted Smith. All right, Friday night. It's always sunny in Seattle. It's a, a always sunny in Philadelphia themed 3 to one battle. Some of the guys are actually, we do a lot of themes, like just play on words. You want me to bring a rum ham? Dude, I think there will be a rum ham. Will there? Let's get crazy. Are you going to drink out of suntan lotion bottles? <laughs> yes. I'm a fan of the show. What is uh, the, oh, man, uh, something crazy? The, 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 the catchphrase. Crap, 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 crap. I don't know. You should get some riot juice, though. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got to look it up now really quick, man. Uh, man, uh, what is it? It's always sunny. Philadelphia. Someone's yelling at their freaking podcast machine flip, right now. Flip, flip, Philadelphia. Uh, I thought it was something like, let's get crazy, or, oh, man, when, when he cut the brakes. Remember that? And he's sitting in the back. I don't know. I don't remember that episode. Oh. I'm quoting like every episode I can think of. Let's see. Um, who's gonna wild be- card? Oh, wild card. Wild card. Yeah, like this part. Wild card, bitches. Who's gonna know. be Green Man? <laughs> the refs. Oh, no kidding. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's really. It's so funny. That we do a lot of these themes over, the, you know, because it's always fun to come up with like a fun play on words for the titles of these three to one battle shows. Again, that's Friday Night of All Fitness. I'm going to be there. And this one, like we have our own little private Facebook group where we go over stuff and talk about stuff amongst ourselves. And man, oh man, people are going crazy. Nightman, Dayman are going to be making an appearance. The Green Man's going to be making an appearance. Rumham. It's all gone nuts, man. Wild card, bitches. Lots of wild cards. <laughs> What's so it? Day man, yes. <laughs> the night man. I and hope the <laughs> who are the, the the two birds? The birds of the birds of fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like wrestlers, they were actually. If they, if we don't have anyone doing that. Yeah, part of me think that's hilarious. The one time they actually do wrestling. a wrestling theme, this wrestling theme always sunny in Philadelphia doesn't even touch that. Because I was somebody a couple weekends ago had booze and a suntan lotion bottle, and I was like, "What is this? It's always sunny." Dude, that was that uh, pain in the grass. Yeah, exactly. I think that guy's name is uh, Andrew. If I well, remember I wasn't trying to say it. I know exactly who it is. Okay, fair enough. My bad. <laughs> it's the man who made us the clocks. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say, oh, gee, Steve. <laughs> you know what else he does? <laughs> He's got brown hair. He's about, you know, maybe uh, maybe six foot. Lives in the South End. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> I'd be terrible in an interrogation. Right? Where were you? I was there. We murdered her. <laughs> Ted was there. Ted who? Ted Smith from That's Capitol Hill. Yes, that that one. <laughs> He's on the air right now. Just go to KISW, 800 Fifth Avenue, 14th at, floor. At the Ted Smith. On Twitter and every other social media platform you can find him at. Check out his Instagram. It's awesome. <laughs> and then, yes, on Saturday. So that's Friday night. And then on Saturday, we got a big Defy show at Washington Hall, DefyWrestling.com. And uh, Jeff Cobb's going to be there. That's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm very excited, of, as always. Nicole Matthews, who's great, who's going to be on the May Young Classic with the WWE. That's exciting. One of our own wrestlers is going to be a part of yeah. the WWE show. Uh, lots of other great wrestlers are going to be there as well, including um, Brody King, uh, Tommy Dreamer. All right. Good stuff, man. All right. Yeah, so that's the... Are, are you coming? I, I either have a date Friday or Saturday. 
Uh huh. So that depends on what I'm going to do. Take her to a wrestling. Is your first date? Perfect yeah. place to take someone on a first date is uh, where a bunch of drunk men yell at oiled up men in a ring. Right. Come watch me hug a bunch of sweaty dudes at Defy. Our, our, our dude uh, Aaron from dropping out in, in, in your neck of the woods in D.C. He's flying out. and Are you uh, serious? Yeah, he's going to a Mariners game. He's, it's a whole little getaway, but he timed it so that he would be here for a Defy show. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone Magazine, Jobbing Out Podcast. Oh, wow. Man, I'd like to say hi to that guy. Well, if you come on uh, Saturday <laughs> and bring your date. Well, I'm hoping the date is Friday. And then I think he's bringing his wife, so you could just like post up and be like, oh, I didn't tell you, it's now a double date. Double date. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, feeling good. Uh, knee's getting better. All right, I was going to ask, how's the knee? Uh, you know, I think I could do some push-ups. All right. I'm, I'm going right. to give it a shot, Ted. All for, right, for let's the do it. Cast. I know we got to do a short one because I got to go see the knee therapist, our buddy Ben, uh, which I definitely want to talk about because I went and saw him yesterday as well, and it was a mind-blowing experience. Yeah, Drago's the man. It's ben Dra- I should say Ben Dragovan for business purposes over at MAT. That's right, Athletic Training Institute. Yeah. Yes. What well, uses right, MAT. It's the ATI. The ATI and the MAT. Yeah. And the D-R-A-G-O. Yeah. And Drago, of course, played for the USL Sounders, was uh, Casey Keller's backup for the first couple of years for the uh, uh, MLS Sounders. Uh, coaches Hope Solo. Used to coach Hope Solo right. and the keepers for the Seattle Reign. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, just guy knows what he's doing. And he's now Steve Miggs, local celebrity knee doctor. Yeah. I mean, he's had other athletes in there, but now he has a real one. Right. He's got, you know, a wrestling legend. Yeah. A local legend. Yeah. Who cares about uh, who was the old place kicker here? <laughs> Ah, Hushinzada? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, forget yeah, him. He wasn't the place kicker. No. Was, uh, Gog, um, oh, man. Clint Gresham. Oh, Stephen Hauschka. Hauschka. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That guy. Whatever. That guy. Yeah, he's not wrestling in Seattle. Whatever. Yeah. All right, let's get push-ups. Uh, chance to get the brain. Wait, the heart pumping, <laughs> the blood, the blood pumping, the heart racing, the knee going, and the brain functioning. Oh! Yeah, we're back. Uh, actually, my ankle feels good again. All right. That's really why we haven't done the push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was slumming it last time. Yeah, my knee's been fine this whole time. All right, let's get <laughs> 10 mega family. to get up a little cautiously. It's amazing how much easier those push-ups are. Yeah, not even working out? Yeah. Dude, it's insane. Yeah, right? That's right, you're listening to Two Swole Men. Two Swole Dudes! Mega cast! Oh! Speaking of swole dudes... <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go there. No, it's just kind of funny. Uh, your buddy Jay, the giant workout guy of... Oh, Jay Ferugia. Yeah, Ferugia. Yeah. Uh, he just had a, a birthday. Yeah. And awesome I was, dude. <laughs> so he had, all, he, it was like a slideshow on Instagram. Uh huh. And he had all these pictures on there. And then the last picture was not from the party. And I was like, either, it's clearly when we were walking over to the Pearl Jam show with them. Uh huh. And I'm like, he either cropped us out or made sure to take a picture when we weren't in it. <laughs> It's the fourth one. Just look at it and you'll know what I'm saying. Dude, there was a picture where we were ahead of the pack. 
All and they probably right. were like, dude, those two guys are ahead of the pack. We don't have to be stuck in a picture with them anymore. Yeah, because I looked at it and I was like, wait a minute. I know that street. Like, that's right by the stadium. Oh, that's hilarious. And Jeff Dye and, uh, and Becky are clearly and wearing Luca this. From the from the gym in uh, Renton as well. <laughs> All right, so which one would it be? Oh, it had to be the one with uh, that one, right? All right, so keep scrolling over. Okay. Epic day. All right, there's that. Right? There's those guys. They're all hanging out, having fun, eating some food. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they took that when we were in front of them. All right, I was yeah. like, that's definitely the same day we were with them. That's a lie, then. That happened a month ago. <laughs> and he said it just happened. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm liking it. Oh, I liked it, too. But I part of me was like, I kind of was like, I wonder if he cropped us out. You know what's funny, speaking of Jay, because through Jay... That's how I became friends with Becky Lynch from the WWE. Like the all two right. of them came out, took them to, and, and we've all stayed in touch since then. It's actually a really good group of people. You've hung out with them as well. Yeah, they're super nice, awesome people. Well, now on Instagram, I, I'll get a lot of like when, whenever I'm posting stuff, Becky typically will like it, and it's funny now. A lot of people are like, because she's made this heel turn, and, and it happened kind of soon after. They came to Seattle. Yeah. So a lot of people are writing me like, dude, the local celebrity clearly is uh, is uh, influencing Becky Lynch and being a heel. And I'm like, well, clearly, of course. Like, I, I told her, take no crap. It's time for her to show who's who's number one. I, I did find it kind of funny. Like, I obviously, I don't watch wrestling or keep up with it as much. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. And then we hung out. And then two weeks later, it was like, Becky Lynch is a heel. But it was like, but everybody likes Becky Lynch. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, she just followed me on Twitter. She's clearly, she has quickly become like the stone cold of women's wrestling now. Of yeah. the women's division. Like, she is supposed to be a heel. Everything that they are doing for her. And even Jay and I have had these conversations about Becky, about like, just, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what they do. People love her. So the angrier and more vicious she's getting, the more people are loving her. her. Yeah. They can't make her be a heel. So I I say go with it. I say go with it. She's just that person that doesn't give an F about anybody and just walks in and wrecks house. But I mean, wasn't that the same with The Rock? Because I mean, I remember seeing, I think I've told you it's in Baltimore. And Stone Cold kept stunning The Rock, and mm-hmm. everybody hated The Rock. Yep. I remember me and my buddies cheered for him as we like. But then, like, a year later... Everyone loved The Rock. Everybody loved him. I mean, it's similar to what's going on with Roman Reigns. Well, with The Rock, when he first came in, it was almost similar to Roman Reigns. People were like, I don't like this guy. You're shoving him down our necks. Like, we, I'm sick of this guy. Boo. So then they made him a bad guy. And he was freaking awesome as a bad guy. And then all of a sudden, it became cool to like him because he's awesome as a bad guy. And then when he became a good guy, it didn't matter because... He's the already liked him. Right. And same with Stone Cold. Like, it doesn't, he was the, the ultimate tweener. Like, you didn't, it depended on who he was in a program with. If he was a, but he was always the same Stone Cold. Yeah. It was just maybe the guy he's taking on is a bad guy. So he became more, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. And Becky Lynch could do the same thing. Like, she's crushing whenever it right she, now. Is she can be bad. And then when they go good for a little bit, you, you knew in the end Stone Cold was always going to like turn back to being Stone Cold. Right. There was one moment where she'd like beat the crap out of Charlotte. Did her promo and just threw the mic on her and called her a bitch. And I was like, oh, my girl, Becky Lynch is the best. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Man. It is. It's pretty cool. And she has, without a doubt, one of, not one of, she is hands on the coolest celebrity I've ever met. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd have to throw in Jeff Dye, too. Yeah, Jeff Dye's pretty cool, too. They're I was talking power to, couple. I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about like celebrities from here, right? And uh, I was asking about one person, and they were like, nah, he is kind of a D. And I was like, well, let me ask you about this person. Uh-huh. And I brought up Jeff Dye, and the guy kind of gave me a look. And I was like, because he was super nice to me. And he goes, okay, 
yeah, Jeff's awesome. I thought you were going to say he wasn't nice. I was like, no, no, no. So then we spent 10 minutes talking about how awful Jeff, Jeff is and how awesome Becky is. Dude, Jeff was awesome. I remember that day when we all went to Pearl Jam and we're all having, like, they're having dinner. We already ate. We're just hanging and having drinks. So I'm like, I'm going to get around the shots for everybody. I thought that'd be kind of a cool thing to get the night going for all of us. So we got around the tequila shots for everybody. Yeah. Because that's what everyone was wanting. And that was, so they come, I'm ready to pay for them. And Jeff die. Shut it down. He's like, I don't care what you think you're going to do. I'm paying for everything. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't have ordered that round of shots if I thought it was going to be on your tab. And he gave me one of his tacos. Yeah. And that was a personal thing. I don't think he wants you bringing up here on the Megacast. Sorry, Jeff. (laughs) We got to get him. Next time he's in town, we should try and get him on the the Megacast. 100%. Yeah, that'd be be a lot of fun. All right, before we take a break. Tech Talks. Starring D-Tech Smith. Here we are, just name dropping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> try not to be judgy. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah, I, uh, I kind of was to a friend of mine, kind of uh-huh. feel like an a-hole about it. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, that wasn't my intent, but, uh, you know, just think about things sometimes and, uh, yeah, I kind of, kind of was feeling myself and was said something a little judgy to somebody. So just, you know, it, everybody's on their own track, whether it's mental, physical, spiritual whatever mm-hmm. everybody's on their own track so fair enough and I, I and i have to be careful of that myself like most ted talks is very personal but uh yeah try not to be judgy and uh you know i hate to say it but sometimes jokes hurt people and you gotta yeah. be careful that's true yeah that's that yes i mean i found myself sometimes where i'm goofing on some people and i'm just like okay i've gone too far you yeah see it in their face and my my I've always said, I've always want, when I goof on someone, that they're laughing harder than anyone else about the goof. Otherwise, I don't feel right about it. Because I like to goof on myself, and I don't mind people goofing on me. But sometimes I think, okay, I'm going to do that right back. And, and then I realize, oh, man, I just went for the jugular, and I didn't even mean to. And, yeah. then, and then there's just no turning back. Right. I mean, I, 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 right. I said the joke. I already felt bad about it. And then by the time I apologized, it was clear that it, it hit home. And I was just like, damn it. Because in no way was that my intent. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It also came off. You know what? I shouldn't say it came off. It was judgy. Yeah. So, you know, just be careful. Sometimes, I don't know. It's easy to do. We all fall in in that same line. And yeah, just try not to be judgy. Way to go, you judgmental jerk. I know, man. (laughs) Miserable Migs and Judgmental Ted over there. Judgmental Ted, you know, he's at it again. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, my buddy is sweating. He goes, How you doing? "Ah, I feel like an a hole. Ah, man. It'll be all right. But yeah. Yeah. So I figured TED Talk, let other people know. Your boy, you know, I tell jokes for a living, and even I F it up royally sometimes, too. Gosh, dude. I mean, sometimes you just <laughs> wish, you know, and like it's like when you see, see someone that's like so eloquent on text or writing magazines, books, and you're just like, man. And then you realize, well, they're probably just as flawed as the rest of us. They just have a chance to go back, delete, edit, fix it up. Whereas a lot of times, I mean, especially with our jobs, it's scary as all hell because there's no delete button. Yeah. You just say something and next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh, did I just offend people that I actually do care about by saying that joke? Yeah. And then you just feel terrible and it's like, no, there's no turning back. It's like you just own it and you hope that the people that are important in your life realize that you feel bad and that you meant no harm. Right. That yeah. wasn't the intent and yeah. But yeah, yeah. be a little careful. Before we uh, take a break, I want to give a quick shout out uh, oh, yeah. to Gary the Terps fan. Oh, what's up, Gary? Met Gary at Sea Pine Brewery at the Foo Fighters pop-up shop thing, which uh, was an awesome pop-up shop, but I do have a bone to pick with them. In the future, when you have t-shirts for sale, 
please stop serving alcohol to Steve because then when Steve drinks, he buys more than one T-shirt. How many did you buy? I bought three, Ted. All right, because when I went to the Pearl Jam pop-up, or the Alice in Chains pop-up, yep. I bought a hat and a hoodie. But I was stone sober. You're right. If I had been drunk, I probably would have bought more. Yeah. The, the Alice in Chains pop-up, I bought uh, the vinyl and a hoodie. And that was 90 bucks. <laughs> Did we buy the same hoodie? The zip-up? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to wear those one day. Those are great because they're limited edition, and they say the date of the, the show. So they, they were only available at the Crocodile. Yeah. And I like that I didn't go to the show, but I have the hoodie. And I also love that before that... <laughs> You saw me uh, Instagramming about the Alice in Chains show, and you're like, hey, are you still there? I'm nearby. And I was like, no, man, I already left. I'm almost home, blah, blah, blah. I posted that a while ago. I was like, but you should go there. There's a hat that is perfect for you. And then moments later, I get a text from Ted that says, got the hat. <laughs> I was like, I, even, I remember I laughed with Sid when I got home, and I was just like, I, I think I know Ted better than I know you. And she's like, why? And I explained the whole story, and she's like, that's pretty funny. Like, There was a specific green hat that I saw, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Nah, man, that's more of a Ted hat than my kind of hat. Yeah. And that was, the, you got the green one? Exactly. Yeah. With yeah. the dog on it. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, great. Man. So uh, I want to give a shout out to Gary, the Terps fan, who was at the Foo Fighters pop-up shop thing. He came over, and he was rocking a Terps shirt. He had his kid with him. Couldn't be a nicer guy, right? And what Terps are. And he's just like, hey, man, big fan, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, man, I wish my friend Ted was here. You know, Ted from, from, from uh, the men's room, he's a Terps fan as well. That's how I became a Terps fan. And he's like, oh, I know. I listen to the Megacast. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I forget. People actually listen to this. I know. Sometimes I forget that I t- we went to a damn Maryland football uh, bowl game. Oh, he brought that up. He's like, I still love that story of you guys going to Maryland. <laughs> Getting a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, Terps beat Texas this weekend. And I looked at it and I go, oh, that was 100% true. It was great because I was like, man, what's up with the program, uh, coach? Uh, and we're having this like moment talking about Terps. I'm like, I could thank the Ted Smith. Otherwise, I would have nothing to say about the Terps. I know. And I had that Friday off, but I was going on one of my retreats. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go down there to buy a shirt, but I was like, Steve's there. Taryn's there. There's beer, and they're talking Terps. Like, I'm going to start drinking and never make it to my retreat. Yeah, because then we run into Jeff from uh, Northwest Bre- Beverage. Oh, yeah. And we're like, oh. So then we sent Ted a text of Taryn, myself, and Jeff. And then I didn't realize that we were twisting your arm with these texts. Yeah, it was brutal. Oh, man, it was a great time. Yeah, I ended up buying two for myself. And then I love this. Going back to wrestling, name dropping. Um, I've been also lucky enough in, over my time getting to know Edge, Adam Copeland. Yeah. Former WWE guy, Hall of Famer, you know. And one thing I know him and I have talked about, he's a huge Foo Fighters fan. And he's also a huge fan of Seattle. So after a couple of drinks, I'm like, you know who would love Foo Fighters Seattle shirt? Edge. So I bought him one. Nice. Yeah, I sent, I sent it in the mail today. All Same right. one. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. Because crap. Yeah, when, when we come back, I got to go to a knee doctor. All right. So, so we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. Relax, people. <laughs> Ted and Steve need to use the bathroom, and they always go together and share the same urinal. Kind of weird. The Megacast will be back. Hey, 
it's me, Howie, of Howie's Hot Tubs. Time again for my big end of summer Labor Day sale. Summer's almost over. Picture yourself in a bubbling hot tub this fall and winter. Also picture yourself trying to resell your home when prospective buyers see a red cedar hot tub and say, what is this, a 70s porno? They won't say that. They'll say, wow, this house lives in luxury. And speaking of, don't forget, I throw in a free bottle of champagne when you buy your new Red Cedar Hot Tub. We do complete installation, and if you want it, we sell those fences to block, you know, just in case you want it, you know. (laughs) So come in today and see me, Howie of Howie's Hot Tubs. And don't forget, if it's bubbling, no troubling, hop on in! It's time to start feeling good, baby. Ted and Steve are back. You are listening to the Megacast. Ted, I got out of a ticket. How'd you get out of a ticket? I honestly don't know. You say you were a friend of mine? Yeah. I just dropped that. It's because I wasn't wearing any Nike gear, so it was good. I was, I was safe. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, I, real quick, I have one thing to say about the Nike thing. Please. Uh, the, the Nike, if you're boycotting Nike, that is stupid. Yeah. And if you're a Democrat in California boycotting in and out that is stupid, too. Yeah. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, anybody, whether it's a player leaving... Burning something you have already paid for <laughs> does, nothing. does nothing and does nothing for anybody. I know you think it makes you look cool. Can we also just stop all of it? All of it. Stop burning. Stop complaining about this alliance with, with Colin Kaepernick. Yes, I know about the pig socks. The, it's like the emails. It's like That's like the thing now. It's, but, but the pig socks, man. It's like he's, a, he's matured and grown. Like Dude's doing some pretty freaking awesome stuff, and I think we're going to look back on him as, as being a real moment in hopefully changing how our culture is. But boy, oh boy, I'm getting sick of the freaking comments about it. I'm getting especially sick now of seeing people on Facebook be like, if, if you really want to do something, donate them to people. It's like this, these people that are burning these Nike apparel are not the people that are going to donate anything to anyone. Like, can no, we- and we just see the extremes of it. I know we do. But that's what I'm saying. I was annoyed as hell last week with all the Democrats being like, can you believe in and out? Like you could donate to the Republican Party. Right. Like, like, hey, if you get a fast food burger, more than likely they've donated to one of the part. Like, come on. Like we we got bigger fish to fry. And the Nike thing, like, all right. Yeah. While I was eating my Chick-fil-A, reading about in and out, I was very upset. Right. Now, look, I couldn't (laughs) like I have plenty of gay friends. Like I am very pro gay this and that. But. Sorry, Chick Fil A is delicious. I never stopped eating. <laughs> I have a couple buddies. One of my buddies is a gay dude, and I remember we talked about when this was. This was he posted on his Facebook page. He's like, "I'm a gay man, and when it comes to Chick Fil A, dot dot dot, it's delicious. I'm gonna keep eating it. I don't care." And I thought that was the funniest thing because it's just like, man, we're getting so worked up over everything. We're all looking for reasons to get on a soapbox, and some of these reasons are so ridiculous. Yeah, have I ever told you about Maurice's real quick? What is Maurice's? All right. So my dad, when I was in high school, he lived down in South Carolina for three years. And he mm-hmm. lived in Columbia. And there is a barbecue place called Maurice's. Okay. And it's famous because it's got a mustard-based sauce, this and that. Maurice's is delicious. Maurice is a extreme racist, always has been. 
But when you go into the restaurant, like it's weird because there's like black people eating in there and there's old articles where it's like him with like a Confederate flag and stuff. But the barbecue was that good that people down there have just been like, screw it. We're going to eat at Maurice's. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's an extreme example. Oh my gosh, dude. One thing that did make me laugh, uh, because obviously it's all based on that Colin Kaepernick, just do it. Uh, ad where yeah. it's a picture of him and saying, you know, you, sometimes you got to believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And one of my buddies from the the from the Seahawks drumline, Navi, he cracks he me up. He has some awesome ones. He's been killing me all morning yeah. because he keeps posting all these joke memes of them. But the best one was the Mike Tyson one. Yes, I read that right before I came in here. I laughed out loud at work when we were in commercial break, and I looked at that. I just started dying because it's a picture of Mike Tyson, and it's current Mike Tyson with the face tattoo. And it's, you know, kind of a black and white picture, supposed to look artsy, kind of like the Kaepernick picture. And then it just says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And then just do it. Dude, you should follow uh, fake Lou Holtz on Twitter or pretend Lou Holtz. Really? Because everything is like that. Like, go Iris. Oh, man, it's awful. It's awful, but hilarious. Uh, I got out of a ticket. All right. uh, the reason being, I was going to see our buddy Ben to go. My knee worked out because Ben over at Athletic Training Institute, he he does that kind of stuff. He he rehabs people. And when he saw my injury on Instagram, within minutes of me posting that video of me and my knee bending in the wrestling match, he sent me a, a direct message. And he slid into my DMs and he's like, oh "Boy Benny," and he's just like, "Hey man, come see me. I can help you with this." And I was just like, "Okay." Awesome. And then I know you, after I, you saw it, you're like, go see Ben, our buddy Shiny. Yeah, Mike. I was like, I think I said it to you just out of the blue. Right. Yeah. And it was just like, everyone's like, go see Ben, go see Ben. And it's like, he's a miracle worker. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to see him. I'm pretty pumped to go see him. So I'm speeding. Car behind me is an unmarked police car. All of a sudden. Were you on the 405? Uh, I was on the 167. All right. Going to the 405. Yeah. So I'm speeding, lights going. And he, this cop car, this unmarked cop car is behind me for a while. So it kind of really surprised me when all of a sudden the lights went on. I was like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Surprise. So I pull off. I, I In my head, I'm thinking, uh, they're probably trying to get somebody else. So I get to the next lane, and I'm thinking they're going to zoom right by me. Nope, they get in the next lane behind me. I'm like, son of a. All right. I know. Even when you've like, even though you've done nothing like super illegal, you still get paranoid when those lights go on. Right. All of a sudden, I'm like, where are the drugs? Where's the alcohol? I'm like, I don't have any drugs or alcohol. Why am I thinking this? Stash it. Stash it. <laughs> right. Like looking around. Is everything good? And, and so I pull off to the side, roll the window down. Lady comes out, female cop, and she's just like, <laughs> big smile on her face. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and she's like, any good reason why you were doing 74 miles per hour? And I'm like, her, and I just put my hands up like that, whatever thing. And I go, nope, I have no good reason other than I'm an idiot. And she just started laughing. <laughs> She's like, all right. And I already pulled out my ID and my light, you know, everything. Yeah. yeah. Like typically that's my first step. Just grab everything as soon as possible. That way it's, it's, it's ready to go. Hand it all over to her. She's like, oh, I'll be right back. Come back. Hands it to me. Goes, all right, well, this is just a warning to you. Uh, oh, nice. Just be careful getting back on the freeway. There's co- traffic coming from both sides where we are. And, and I'm looking at I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. I never get out of tickets. Like this does almost never happens to me. It's barely one other time. But I was just looking and I'm just like, because I was like really rattled by it. And, and I, at first I'm like, you're effing with me. Well, like, just give me the ticket. Stop screwing with me. And yes, yeah, she, she just handed me my stuff and said, go on. 
No kidding. I and it, Stady or a local cop? I have no idea. Oh, because it was unmarked. It was unmarked. And oh. I and honestly, I really barely paid attention to, to the uniform. Yeah, dude. I, I think it was a it was a local cop, but uh I could be wrong. I felt amazing after that. So I just That's awesome. I just peeled out in front of her. No, I'm kidding. That would have been funny if I got busted right after that. The last time me and my brother and my cousin Tommy, Tom, I should say. Yeah. So he's when, an adult now, Ted. right? He's an adult. Yeah. When you're going ac- from Ocean City, Maryland, you got to go across the Route 50 Bridge, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, so the the whole weekend had been this some festival where it's like, like a car thing where it's like uh, Volkswagens and stuff, but they're like low to the ground and they have crazy spoilers and okay, those kind of cars, right? So we get pulled over, and my brother's like, "Man, we're getting pulled over too." And a lady comes up and she says a couple things, and we're just kind of like, "Yeah, yeah," and then she's like. So you guys speeding because you're here for the H2O thing, right? And my brother just kind of like, uh, no, like, we, we don't even know what those cars are about. And she kind of starts laughing and she comes back and just gives us a warning. She's like, all right, just slow it down. You guys are fine. Oh, man. Isn't that a great feeling? But yeah, I mean, she got us good. We were like, what? Uh. Dude, that is one of the most fearful moments. Like when you think, oh, man, I don't need a ticket. This would suck. I also felt bad as my brother was sweating bullets. Yeah. And she walked over. Because he had drugs and alcohol on him, right? He thought I was drinking beers in the back. Because oh, he was like, did you put that beer? I was like, Chris, I don't have a beer back here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Diet Coke, right? Like, literally, I was like, I, I was like, we're fine. But I felt bad as he's like up there sweating. <laughs> Sir, why are you sweating? Right? No reason. No reason. Uh, I want to give a shout out um, uh, to Chris Novoselic of Nirvana. All right. Had the greatest comeback to people bitching because at the Foo Fighters show, and actually he ended up retweeting my video and it spread like it was on Bro Bible. My tweet was on Bro Bible. Was it really? Yeah. I, God, I, posted, I love that website. Me too. So I was like legit pumped about that. Uh, I posted a quick little video clip of them doing Molly's Lips, the Vaseline song that Nirvana used to cover. I know. <laughs> great name of the song. <laughs> Sorry. It's a great name of the song. Like you took a video of them doing Molly? That seems <laughs> like a bad idea. Off of her lips. What kind of lips? Ted, you don't even want to know. This Foo Fighter show went weird. I missed the best Foo Fighter show of all time. Chris Novoselic showed up with a bag of Molly, and then he had some chick, and she had some lips. And it was weird, man. So anyways, they did that song. and so it's, It was a staple in Nirvana. They did it on their Incesticide EP, or not EP, um, uh, B-Sides and Rarities record, and they would do it live. So they brought Chris up, and so all, you, all of a sudden you had Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, and Pat Smear, who was a touring member of Nirvana. So, right. I mean, he was like the fourth member of Nirvana. So three-fourths of the most recent incarnation of Nirvana were on stage together. I mean, doing, that is Nirvana. Yeah. Doing a Nirvana-esque song. Right. It was awesome, man. I was like like legit taken aback by it. It was like, I wasn't crying or anything like that, but like it was like, this is special. I'm pretty stoked that I'm here seeing Chris bouncing up there. So I posted the video. It spread. Chris Novoselic retweeted it. So that helped as well. But then there's people that are bitching because they're like, that's not really a Nirvana. Without Kurt, it's not a Nirvana reunion. Like people are legitimately complaining about that. Right. I mean, some people are just like, you know, I don't care. It's just, it's, it's lame. If Kurt's not there, why would they do that? It's only the bass player showed up. One guy. I'm like, no, the drummer. The drummer was there and the other guy that was in the band with him, Pat. And they've done this a bunch of times. They did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony where they had a, a, a handful of female singers, including Joan Jett and, uh, and, and Vincent and other people as well, doing Nirvana songs. Like, this is not the first time. Hopefully it won't be the last that they get Plus, together. Plus, who are you? Like, they were in the band with the dude. Who, you're going to tell them they can't do it? 
Did you so? Did you see Chris's tweet? I did. How great was this? Yeah, read it again. He writes after all this is happening. He posts the story where people are complaining. He says we tried to get a hold of him, him being Kurt Cobain, for the gig. As many times as we tried to contact Kurt, we couldn't get through. The phone kept ringing and ringing. Kurt does not have email. In fact, I've never emailed him in my life, and I've been online since 1993. <laughs> Shut the f up. Yes, people. that's insane, dude. It's crazy. Right. That, I mean, I, I just that, you know, that's part of the Internet, too. Right. We were talking Miserable about like, F's. Yeah. We were talking about like the, the politics stuff, too. You know, that's the thing I got to remind myself is sometimes, especially on social media, like it's just the loudest people. It is. And it's only going to get louder now that football season's back oh. for, for millions of reasons. And I'm not yeah. even talking political reasons just because my fancy football team, this and that. Right. It's just nonstop or bitching about your nobody team. cares about your fantasy team. Right. Although we created one on the morning show. For our, our show, and it's just all, right. all going to be randomly picked. And the only reason why we did it as a joke so that when people are like, "Hey, do you want to join my fantasy football team?" I'm like, "No, nah, man, I already got one." If you, well, you can't use my joke on the morning show because they're nerds. Oh but yeah, if you heard my joke about fantasy football. It's like Dungeons and Dragons for. Nerd. No, I always oh. say like the nerds got into fantasy football and kind of ruined it. Like I don't show up at D and D and ask you to play catch because I know you can't. So you nerds get out of the football. That's true, dude. And now I'm going to be doing fantasy football with a bunch of nerds. One of my buddies, I mean, you ever met my buddy Saul? Yeah, a bunch it's of times. Interesting dude. Yeah. He never cared about Martial sports. Artist. Yeah, he is obsessed with fantasy football now. Yeah. But that's what he does. He crunches numbers. And like, I don't know that he actually enjoys the game. Right. Well, that's why I stopped doing fantasy football, because I was getting annoyed by everyone talking about their fantasy football. And also, I was starting to not enjoy football. Yes. I was like, I like rooting for the Seahawks. I like rooting against all the other teams. All of a sudden, I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, man, the guy on the Steelers, who I typically don't like, did something great for my team. I don't want to deal with that. But we're doing it more as a goof, like put zero effort into it to see who wins, and our, our trophy's going to be truck nuts. A golden, oh, yeah. A golden truck nut. I just always, I, I have one buddy who always joke about this, like, I don't care about your fantasy football team. I don't care about your bracket. No, no, that too. All of it. I don't care if you're burning your Nikes. Like today, I decided to wear my Nike shorts and my Nike shoes. I, yeah, I think it's amazing that like I even got to think about the shoes I'm putting on. I, I typically only own Nikes and Timberlands, so I mean, it's like well, for me, like it's not much of a choice. No, every day I wear their skate brand. Yeah, with the the Stefan Janowski brand. That's like I have way too many pairs of those. Like I just well, you know, me, they're all Air, or they're all uh, Air Maxes, just right. different years. And then my other go to is Converse, which is owned by Nike. I, I saw somebody on Twitter being like, "Hey." I'm done with Nike. I'm just going to wear my trusty old Chucks. And somebody's like, first response back was, you do know that Converse is owned by Nike. Yeah. Dumbass. It's like boycott and craft. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, they own so much. It's like Philip Morris and Kraft are business. Like, there's no way to get away from them. Right. You don't know what they own. Yeah. It's like trying to fly certain airlines. Like, I'm never flying them again. All right. Well, how the hell are you going to get to this place? Right. You want to go to New Orleans? You got to fly them. Yep. Sucker. Wow, we're getting really bitter. Yeah, yeah, and we're not, but... No, I'm actually in a great mood. We're getting judgy. Here we are judging people for what they believe in, Ted. Jesus Christ. We've already failed your TED Talk. I know. Not even 20 minutes into it, or maybe 30. You know what, Megacast fam? I failed you. you. We We should probably leave pretty soon. We should. I I do want to give a shout out to Ben because I I, I went... I've never... 
Every, you spoke the good word, our buddy Sean has spoken the good word about him. Everyone that I know, is, as, and, and A, as a person, we all love him. Ben's yeah. an awesome dude, but I've never, Great friend. I never experienced what he does, what his passion is. You know, And obviously, he's an, an athlete, a coach, but he also does physical therapy. So I show up, and I've got this knee issue, and I can't bend it fully back. I know it's healing, but he told me, he's like, I could help you heal stronger. I was like, great. So I go down there, and he lays me down, and it's just, he blew my mind. Like, the guy... It's it, and I know like probably some people out there are like yeah I know I know the human body is crazy and complex and does amazing things but I never experienced it firsthand how certain things could uh, affect other things so he was able to yeah. uh, like basically strengthen that area by activating other muscles that, turning on the other muscles right yeah so what he did was he had me like put my foot up and then he's pushing it down and he's like we'll try and fight it I'm like okay and I he pushed it down relatively easily then he starts poking my hips. And poking another part of my leg. He's like, okay, let's do that again. Starts pushing down. And now he can't push it down. My leg yeah. has got all the strength in the world. I didn't think anything of it until he goes, I used the same amount of torque both times. I'm like, no, you didn't. It's like almost like, like a magic trick just was performed in front of me. I'm like, how'd you do that? And he's like, I activated certain, this part of your body helps strengthen this part and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to bore people because I don't really know it all that well. But it was my mind was blown. It's just he's a miracle worker, and I just want to give him a lot of love. And if anyone is out there like dealing with whatever issues, just look up Athletic Training Institute, and Ben Dragovan is the man. Yeah, man. I, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but like to experience it firsthand, it's like, oh, yeah, my it's friends wild. were right. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, know. I, I should go more. Like when he tried to bend my leg, at first like I could only get it, you know – I mean, I bent it decently, but nowhere near how the other leg would bend. It does a bunch of stuff. All of a sudden, I was able to bend it all the way back and with minimal tightness. Yeah. And I was just like, this is crazy. So that was yesterday. I'm going back today. He's going to see how much it stuck or stuck or stuck. 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 Yo. English. <laughs> uh, and uh, go from there. But I mean, man, oh, man, dude, it's it's. I've been like walking around almost normal again. It's, it's Yeah, awesome. I, know. I didn't even notice you limping today. It feels great. So, uh. And on that note, I was going to say we could do push-ups, but I got to get out of here. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to go, dude. I told you, we were, I know, I was supposed to leave 10 minutes ago. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no sandwich for Steve. I was trying to factor in a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I can't eat. No, you'll be all right. Because of you, Ted. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm screwing over all my friends the last couple of days. Yeah, you judgmental dick. Yeah. Well, you didn't plan for this, Steve. You didn't take the right amount of time. Good work. You got nobody to blame but yourself. And Judge Smith. Go Terps. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have to buy you a makeup gift. <laughs> when all else fails. I'm not supposed buy to a say, gift. It was a small <laughs> gift. You looked I, over at me. You're like, hey, I hurt my friend's feelings and blah, 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 blah. And it's a friend that we both know. It's female. Yeah. <laughs> and my first response was, shows how long I've been married. Fire a purse. Yeah, Steve goes, I already bought something tiny. But I think for a friend level, we'll be good. Friend level, fine. Yeah. Romantic level, buy her a purse. Yeah, I am. Makes them all happy. All right. Ted, it's been fun. Yeah, man.